What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the November edition of the Elseworld Citizen Podcast. My name is TJ, and once again, everyone, thank you so much for your patience. I know I was supposed to come out with a Halloween edition, however, um, we got delayed, but we are staying on track with my promise, as I was saying before, one show a month, so we are right on track. So let's get right into it. Let's roll that theme music. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome once again to the Elseworld Citizen Podcast. First, I wanted to give a shout out to my Instagram followers. Thank you to the 70 strong that you are. Let's hopefully get that up to 100 before the end of the month. I would love to have over 100 followers on Instagram, over 100 listens on the podcast, and eventually, let's... um, Eventually, I'm going to hope for some sponsors, um, hopefully by the start of the new year. Um, Hopefully by then, I'll have relocated. My recording situation will be a lot better. I'll have a new mic by that point, but... For now, it is what it is, so let's get going here. First off, a uh, quick recap of the Halloween season. We had a really great witching hour. The uh, Wonder Woman Justice League Dark crossover event that we had going on was super fun, guys. I highly recommend you that you find all, uh, I believe, six editions of the comic. It was really, really good. Go out and find it. Um, Wonder Woman, once again, is just a badass Um and yeah, it's it was a fun edition. I officially received my uh, my volume edition of Batman White Knight, as I talked about earlier. Um, I've been rereading it because it, it really is like a greatest hits of all the Batman stories, both animated, film, and comics. One other thing that started in September, actually, and I just finished it, I just listened to the final episode yesterday, was Wolverine the Long Night. Uh, Wolverine the Long Night is the Stitcher exclusive, uh, Stitcher premium exclusive, excuse me, um, audio narrative show uh, made by marvel it is a brand new um original story it takes place uh, sometime between when logan is on his own before he meets the x-men the premise of the story is really really unique i, I really don't want to talk about because i'll get into spoilers but i'll say this um the concept of the show it has a lot of page turns it's got a lot of tension lots of thriller elements even horror at some points and uh richard armitage who plays logan um you'll know him from the hobbit movies he plays uh yeah he plays thorn really great performance by richard armitage and the whole cast themselves is just stellar but we got some good news at least and i mean i i think it's good news and i think the podcast went really well but we are officially guessing getting a season two of wolverine and this one's going to be called Wolverine The Lost Trail, um, and it's coming back in winter of 2019, which is makes sense. I mean, especially since we got the first round for Halloween, I think they're aiming more for winter. So probably we're probably going to get it uh, November, December for the next one. I'm a huge fan of Long Night. Um, before I get into uh, any specific details, I want to jump over to some of the other news real quick. Um, so also, guys, if you're a Netflix binger, uh, we got some cool news coming out of uh, coconuts.co. Um, uh, this uh, that reads, uh, Netflix to adapt Filipino comic book 
Trece uh, into an anime series. Uh, this was announced in Singapore by Tato Okjura, the Netflix director of international originals for anime during the company's See What's Next Asia conference. Uh, this is being, and that was reported by uh, Good Morning uh, GMA News. Excuse me. Um, Trece chronicles the adventures of paranormal investigator Alexandra Trece as she deals with criminal cases involving Man- Manila's creatures of the night. In her world, female monsters called Asawang uh, run kidnapped for ransom gags while the giant Kepres are the city's mob bosses. The comic book was created by Bujet Tan and Kajo Baldissimo and has won numerous awards in the country. Uh, Rappler reported that Jakarta and Singapore-based company Base Entertainment will produce the series. Jay Oliva will serve as his executive producer. While there has been... Uh, there have been more local comic books published in the country in the past decade. Uh, Foreign-produced comic books and graphic novels are still more popular with readers. Hopefully, Netflix's anime series can give the local scene the boost that it needs to succeed here and internationally. So this is really cool, guys. This is this is actually really unique um, because we aren't we we don't really get a lot of um, like that fusion blend animation. Um, I, I'm gonna have to start calling it fusion animation because that's really what it is. I mean, they're calling it anime, but basically what they're doing is you know following the footsteps of um castlevania and avatar Korra, avatar the last airbender it's basically taking some original content and adapting it into an anime like form but still but but the 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 original book the comic book is not uh it's not japanese so it's it's not manga um so uh, you know the adaptation i don't know if um since it, this is coming out of Singapore and it's coming out of um, the international originals for anime um, in the Netflix Asia side, I'm wondering if we're going to get, if they're calling it an anime, if it's going to be je- in Japanese language first or in English, because a lot of what Netflix has been doing lately is they've been pushing kind of from both ends. They've been pushing the uh, Japanese versions of certain shows, but they've also been pushing a lot of new original content that's English-based. So we got to keep an eye out for what this is going to be. I really look forward to finding a trailer for this. Again, that's Trece, and it's going to be coming from Netflix uh, sometime. I would say we probably expect it in the next two years, I'm assuming, because if they just announce it, it's going to take a year at least uh, to finish the script and then higher cast and crew and all that and uh animated of course so it's probably going to be two years before we see um or a year and a half at the very least before we see a trailer so but i'm still looking forward to that there's another thing coming out um i haven't actually read this this is actually you're getting my reaction live right here so here goes nothing the report go uh the title is marvel makes major change to hulk's power so let's see what this is about oh this is a like a i'm not gonna read all this this is like a page-for-page page description. Oh, okay, so they make a comment about the show. It says, so it appears that not only can Hulk survive being split apart, but his body will reassemble itself as soon as it can naturally without the aid of any other medicine or aid. He can also, it looks like, absorb matter, in this case a human person, into himself if the need arises and it will just become a part of him. They're going far deeper into the rabbit hole when it comes to the the sci-fi basis of Hulk's powers, which is fine, you know? I mean, we you got to change things eventually. I mean, I don't think we'll ever see this in Netflix or, or live action. Probably we won't see it. Probably. Um, I just don't think a regular audience is ready for that. I mean, we, we can accept Wolverine healing. And I think, I think we could push it that way. I think we could push it to like close to Deadpool crazy, which is what this is. Um, 
but we shall see. Um, that was by um, comicbook.com was reporting this on this new comic that was coming out. It, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. It's fine by me. Um, so we got another data. This is slightly dated. This is from last week. So uh, this is from comicbook.com as well. They are reporting that the DC Birds of Prey movie is going to be rated R. Uh, the article reads, During a recent appearance at the USA-China Entertainment Summit, Birds of Prey director Kathy Yan spoke about the upcoming all-female team-up movie. According to Deadline, uh, Yan confirmed during the presentation that Birds of Prey would be rated R, something that has been reported in one way or another for several months now. And this is a quote from the director. She says, "I uh, this is from Yan. I, said, I pitched the idea of an R-rated girl gang film, including Harley, because I was like, Harley needs friends. Margot Robbie, who will reprise her role as Harley Quinn, said of the film last year, Harley loves interacting with people, so don't ever make her do a standalone film. She's got to be with other people. It should be a girl gang. I wasn't seeing enough girl gangs on screen, especially in action space, so that all it was always a big part of it. So, um, and for those that you don't know, um, the movie's gonna be Harley Quinn, Black Canary, uh, Renee Montoya, Cassandra Kane, um, aka um, uh, Batwoman. Um, and uh, Black Mask, who is going to be played um, by Ian McKellen. Um, so this is it's it's going to be an interesting film. I mean, because I know I know Black Canary is going to be played by an um, a black woman, which is great. I mean, I as long as they can stay true to the character, they're the performance that the director wants. Then absolutely, we can cast anybody. Heck, even Bruce Wayne could be a black guy at this point. I don't care. As long as they stay true to the character's core, that to me is the most important part. And the suits, like the suits, need to make sense. Like there's, I've had gripes with the Arrow show in the past. Um, they're just they've been all over the place. All right, moving on. Uh, this is from comicbookresources.com. We got a brand new comic that's going to be coming out in December, and this is called Die, as in like like a role-playing die. And uh, Die number one, it's 40 pages, so it's definitely going to be a short run. Premise goes, Die is a pitch-black fantasy where a group of 40-something adults have to deal with the returning unearthly horror they barely survived as a as teenage role players it's like a modern jumanji but with role-playing games that's kind of cool so we're getting we're basically probably what i'm assuming the concept is is it's probably jumanji meets it meets haunting on um the haunting at hill house so it's going to be it, it, you know years later the kid uh, these kids who went through some horrific probably haunting of some sort or si whatever it might be it was some horrifying event and they're having to cope with it and it possibly coming back and they have to deal with it again. So that's really cool. I'm looking forward to that. We got Prodigy coming out by Mark Miller. Um, and the synopsis for Prodigy goes, Edison Crane's uh, not content being the world's smartest man and most successful businessman. His brilliant mind needs to be constantly challenged. He's a Nobel Prize winning scientist, genius, composer, Olympic athlete, an expert in the occult, and now international governments are calling him to fix problems they just can't handle. Um, there's a few different alternate uh, covers that you can get. There's one in full color and then one in black and white. Um, really look forward to seeing the one in black and white. Um, I, I just love black and white comics. I think you get so much more out of the story because it allows your mind to kind of fill in the gaps. There's a few others down uh, on comic book resources. I encourage you guys to go out and look at the poll lists that are coming up because um, there's a lot. I just want to keep moving on now. We've got some IDW news. So IDW has got two new comics coming out soon. Um, first one is called uh, Men, in, it's Men in Black and Ghostbusters. 
Um, it's a board game. It's a crossover board game. Um, it's going it's being produced by Sony and IDW. Um, so that's going to be interesting. I look forward to seeing that. The artwork of it has a very Funko Pop like style to it. My big thing coming out of IDW right now is their Dungeons and Dragons comic. It's called Dungeons and Dragons: A Darkened Wish. Um, it's going to be a full comic book season. I'm really excited for this. It's it's debuting in February of next year, my birth year. Um, so I mean my birth month, excuse me. Um, so I'm really excited for that. I'm a huge Dungeons and Dragons fan. Um, I love D&D. I love role-playing games. Um, I'm s slowly getting back into the uh, world of RPG again, both um, digitally and board playing styles. So I'm really excited for that. I cannot wait for it to come out. And we've got some announcements coming out of Dark Horse as well. Dark Horse Entertainment is announcing a global partnership with Vanguard Visionary Associates. They're going to be producing some new content. I've got the press release right here, so let's just read through this right now. It says, Dark Horse Entertainment LLC and Vanguard Visionary Associates are proud to announce their new partnership to grow Dark Horse brand internationally in both its media and pop culture businesses. Uh, the new venture will allow Dark Horse to finally, uh, to fully finance development of properties from Dark Horse's extensive content library, as well as cultivate original ideas and acquire material for film and television. The deal will also focus on bringing the company's award-winning publications and po uh, product lines to new international markets, particularly China. That, that's huge news. Um, that is really big, and it's I'm glad that they're doing this because that means we're probably going to see... Um, Maybe not a streaming service just yet, but probably definitely a Netflix deal. Um, it sounds like the partnership is going to allow them to fund their own productions um, through Vanguard, which is great. They don't have to look anywhere else to fund some of this stuff, which is amazing. Um, but I'm really excited about this because this means we could see some IDW content whether it be a TV show or a movie, possibly on Netflix or Hulu or something down the line. No surprise that they want to get into China. You know, it's November, Christmas is coming up, so had to talk about it. We've got a new clause. If you don't know what clause is, um, it's a epic, epic retelling of the origin of Santa Claus, but from a badass perspective. Sci-fi meets fantasy with a little magic, uh, and it's just it's freaking awesome. It's a great comic. I really encourage you guys to uh, go out and read it. Um, but he's got another, a new one. He's been uh, releasing these standalone one-shot comics of Claws every Christmas. Um, and this year's no different. He's releasing Claws and the Crying Snowman. Let's read a little bit of the premise here. Claws and the Crying Snowman number one continues the annual holiday tradition of a new Claws comic book release dating back to the franchise launch. Now Claws must help an absentee dad turn snowman make amends before melting away for good and probably before he's defeated by a pantheon of Norse gods and their minions. So that's sounds super awesome and the cover if you haven't seen it yet the cover features the world serpent um, in all its glory. It also shows claws. He looks a little bit older now um, but he's got this killer axe very god of war axe and a big uh, Norse shield with him. The last few that have come out are really fun as well. There was the Snow Queen that came out right after the initial book release. Um, there was one about a toy shop, an evil toy maker. They're just really great stories, and at the core of all of them, it's all about family. It's all about believing in the holiday and believing in the holiday spirit, the spirit of Christmas and the spirit of being there for each other and showing support no matter the darkest corner, the darkest hole you're in. Um, so that's awesome. Really wanted to jump 
around here with a lot of this news. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Real quick, I really wanted to talk a little bit about Wolverine the Long Night, um, this Stitcher podcast. It's an, basically an audio narrative. I know they're calling it a scripted podcast, but it's an audio narrative show. Um, and they're utilizing VR sound, which means they're using an ambi- am- ambisonic microphone, um, which has four points that point in uh, opposite directions of each other, and it allows you to record 360 degrees worth of sound. And that's just, it. honestly, it's groundbreaking. We've had, there have been a lot of companies like Rode and, uh, and Zoom who have come out with ambisonic microphones in the last two years. Um, Rode continues to push the envelope and come out with more. Um, I believe there's a few other professional ones out there. When you listen to some of these episodes, you can f- you feel like you are in the room with these people, especially when they utilize that. V- um, if you're wearing headphones, like w- get some studio quality headphones when you listen to this show. Plug it into your laptop or whatever and just listen to it because it's it is incredible how well the sound design is in this show um of course i'm super excited about claws um i love it i buy i buy the the one shots every time they come out it's one of my favorites i'm really excited that netflix is continuing to push their anime speaking of netflix if you guys haven't watched castlevania yet get your butts on on netflix and watch some castlevania it is worth your watch let's jump into some user comments so earlier today i put out a feed for asking some questions for the podcast i only got one one person uh, responding technically um my old buddy jorge he uh he submitted a question he actually submitted two questions so i'm going to answer both of them right now first question is where um and he um, asked this question on the main podcast page and he said when am i getting invited well you are invited so you're always welcome to um i just haven't had i haven't had the time to um you know take time out of a day to be able to record a show with you um, because that would mean I would have to do some w- trickery with the microphone because I record on a Zoom. So I record on a Zoom with my, um, with my handheld microphone, and um, to be able to get the right quality of sound, I'd have to record you separately um, through another mic, um, not through the Zoom, but through like a computer, um, through a software, and then I'd have to find a way to be able to get the... Um, get the zoom not to pick up your voice so that's one of the trickier things right now that i'm trying to figure out um i'm tr- playing around with different stuff um but as soon as i have a clear answer for that you will be on the show my bad my friend um <laughs> the second one is a little less uh, f- formal to the show but it says how are you so damn handsome <laughs> listen man it's all about positive thought you just be positive you know you stay confident and if you believe that you know you're the best that you can be and you you know you just uh, one thing that i've happened to me recently was um actually when i was at work because i've been uh i've been working a retail job again to help save up some money and when i was there at work um you know a person commented you know on my appearance and what i realized was it didn't phase me anymore um it really didn't and i didn't care um, you know, I was confident in myself, and I, you know, I believed that I had put myself, I had looked put together as much as I could be, and that's all that mattered, that that I liked the way I looked. So that's really what it is, and it's also about taking chances. Um, I recently got a brand new haircut and um, trimmed my beard a new way, so, you know, it's it's just a matter of staying positive, being confident, and 
also taking some risks and not regretting those risks, you know? Um, that's really what it's all about. It's all about being confident, being positive, taking risks, knowing that you, you know, you're afraid of failure, know that failure is probable or there's a small percentage that you could fail at something, but it shouldn't f hold you back. A failure shouldn't hold you back. It should push you forward. Um, and that's just something that I've been trying to do lately. And really, honestly, that's the whole point of this show. I, I talk about comics. I talk about some obscure news because I want to talk about weird, different stuff with you all. Um, that's stuff that's kind of outside of normal, generic DC comic book stuff um, or Marvel stuff. I like talking about Marvel and DC, but more or less, I want to talk more about these obscure comic book news, um, especially when it comes to things that impact me and might impact you and if i can ex open you know all of you listeners up to new content maybe it keeps you guys having an open mind you know to to the different changes that happen in the marvel movies or the dc movies and we can we can get finally get away from this this rhetoric of you know because the movie doesn't do exactly the way you remember in the comics or an animated show doesn't mean that it's bad Yes, it's different, but it can be good in its own way. Um, and it's it's simply about keeping an open mind and not going in with these hardened expectations. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, going in with, you know, specific expectations. Because if you're going into a, a f every film or watching every show and you're saying, you know, these characters have to do this, 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 and this, otherwise it won't work for me you're never going to enjoy anything new. If if you're expecting, right, and if you're paying for movie tickets where you already know you're going to enjoy the film, you're kind of losing the point of investing your money into entertainment. Um, and it's the same, same goes with like, same goes with politics, same goes with, you know, um, your community and engaging with people. If you surround yourself with the same types of people all your life, you're never going to change. You're never going to learn. Um, and you're never going to become a better person because um, you, you're just, you're surrounding yourself in this bubble that will, will never change. You know, your reality will stay the same. And at, at a certain point in your life, it's going to hurt more than it's going to help, you know, um, breaking down boundaries, talking to different people, exploring different content, this is this is the first step in you doing that in real life. If you're just watching the same movies over and over and over again, if you're watching the same, I mean, great if you are, that's awesome. But if that's all you do and that's all you ever know, then something that's different will always seem bad to you. You know, something that isn't the norm of what you are, t per you're basically training your mind visually to recognize what's good and what's bad. That's what you're doing. And if you only expose yourself to the same content repeatedly and you don't branch out from that, if you don't take the chance to listen to other things, you'll never learn to listen. You'll only, like, you'll hear it, but you won't really listen. You'll be hearing it and you'll just blop it out. You'll block it out. Um, and that's not a good thing because if all you do is support one type of content for the rest of your life, then that's all that's ever going to get made. And then you really have no reason to complain when 
a company like Marvel makes the same type of film again and again. Um, but Jorge, my friend, thank you so much for writing in. Um, and thank you guys so much for listening. Like, again, we got we got a great month ahead of us for November and December. I'm going to come back again with another episode in December. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all so much for following me on Instagram and Facebook, etc. Um, thank you all. Continue to like the show. Continue to listen. And please definitely contribute, you know. Um, if you're following me on Instagram, definitely make comments under my posts. I would love to have conversations with you. I would love you to message me some questions for the shows. That way I can have a little bit more back and forth. I want to remind you all to always keep an open mind. Try different things. And remember, you know, the way you spend your dollar is the way you vote. Um, what you buy, what you go see, it it speaks profoundly to these corporations and the way you spend their your money you are telling them what kind of content to make so if you want to see more diverse comic book movies go see the obscure comics you know you want to see more original movies go see all the original movies don't go see the big blockbusters see the little indie movies that are showing at your local theater instead of watching the new opening night major big movie go, you can watch that you know you, you're going to be able to find that on DVD or on Blu-ray after it comes out. You may not be able to find some of these indie movies. It may not be the best film in the world, but it might introduce you to new concepts. And as always, keep an Elseworlds state of mind, everybody. Have a great November. Have an amazing Thanksgiving. I hope to come back soon again with an episode, but if I can't, I will see you all in December. Have a great month, everybody. Talk to you later. Roll that outro.